Welcome to For the Elevate, a lifestyle podcast with everyday people discussing life and lessons learned while inspiring you to do things just for the hell of it. For this second episode, I am so excited to introduce you all to my friend Haley Johnston. She is the founder and CEO of Project Free to Fly, a creative nonprofit with a mission to support, nurture, and empower women. She is a Southern belle with a lot of drive and a heart for community. We talked a lot about why supporting and empowering women can not only make our world a better place, but it can make us better in the process. I loved this conversation and I hope you do too. If you get a chance, rate and review the show. Sharing and rating this show will help this baby podcast grow and flourish and I would really love you for it. All right, friends, let's get into it. Hi, Haley. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I am doing so good. Thank you so much for doing this. I am so excited. Thank you for having me. Of course. So Haley was my boss um, when I was working in Tennessee. And then for the year after, um, we moved back as well. And I thought that she would be the perfect person to launch this podcast, um, especially because this um, is all coming out during Women's History Month. And throughout the month, um, seen a lot of people highlighting and recognizing women in history who they admire and are making a difference. And I very much admire Haley and the work that she does, um, especially because a lot of her work focuses on women supporting women. And that is something that I myself am very passionate about, which we will get into. But first, I'm just going to have you introduce yourself and feel free to share whatever you would like to. Yeah. So um, my name is Haley. Just like Ellie mentioned, I'm founder and CEO of Project Free to Fly, which is based here in Cleveland. I have um, two daughters, Kate and Ellie, and I'm married to Stephen. We'll celebrate 17 years this spring. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. It is. It is. It's like, whoo, that's a a long time. But, but, very sweet husband, Ellie knows Stephen well, and um, just love my family and love living here in Cleveland and doing the work that uh, we do through Free to Fly, which we'll get into. Um, I love, I also have, just a side note, I also have a background in dance, so I love ballet and dance, and then I also love to run um, and anything active. That's a little bit about me, but uh, we love, and I just have to say before we get to talking too much, that I absolutely loved having Ellie work with us at Free to Fly and absolutely we miss her every single day. Oh, um, I, I miss I, you guys too. I know, like I even told her um that I would love for her just to move in with me. And like, <laughs> she did. There was definitely a few conversations. There was. I was like just stay here and when you came back you did live with me for a week. I did. I, I did. think you said no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I loved it. I just felt bad cuz I kicked Kate straight out of her bedroom. So Well, that's okay. No, there is uh it, it definitely yeah, we loved having you here and visiting and um definitely can't Wait to squeeze your neck soon. Hopefully. I know, I know. Yeah. We're so we are the plan, which I don't even know that I've told you this, but the plan was to come um, Memorial Day weekend. But Jordan tore his Achilles tendon yes. and um, <laughs> had to yes. have surgery. So we he is a little um, incapacitated at the moment. So we uh, may have to push that back a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's life sometimes. I know, I, it. I know. It's it. just oh, yeah. it stinks. But yeah, we'll get. Yeah, we will. Time you'll be here. We will. Sure. We will. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, I definitely want to talk about Free to Fly. And um, a lot of people that know me well, you know, know what the organization is because I have sung the praises since I worked there and continue to do so. But if you want to explain 
um, a little bit about the organization and then we'll kind of go into kind of how you got the idea and started it all up. Yeah, so uh, we say we're a creative nonprofit um, that uses sewing as a way to serve women in our community, um, being able to give women that are have overcome or are continuing to work uh, to overcome past circumstances, we're able to give them a job where they can earn an income and start supporting themselves and their families financially. But even more important than that um, is the program side. So where we are helping them set very foundational goals um, Um, things that are going to help them just kind of as they're, you know, kind of putting their lives back together or starting anew, you know, just kind of a fresh start, wanting to create a a different path for themselves, um, helping them think about and make goals for, you know, what that looks like and all the things it takes to get there. And so with the program side, we've really, the past um, probably four to five years have really worked hard in developing that more and more. And so from day one, we've had the products and, you know, been able to give the women work and um, just the unique craftsmanship of our products is something we're really proud of. And then the program side, just being able to really, uh, really write that as we go to, to really meet every woman that comes, you know, through our doors in a unique way and knowing that not every woman has the same path um, ahead of them or behind them and really tailoring our program to, you know, help these women through counseling, mentorship, enrichment classes, uh, just life on life, uh, all the things that we do so that when they do grow from our program, when they graduate and they're ready to go into the workforce, they can truly have the foundations for success and sustainability. And when they do go um, into our community, into a job, uh, just to be able to see them thrive is really such a beautiful thing and, and a perfect picture of what our organization does. It really is. And I love, so I think the thing that I found like most inspiring and just, I mean, the most helpful is that like, not only, you know, women that have had, you know, a more difficult path, like these women have, but just in general, like some of the skills that you Y'all, I'm going to pull out my Southern accent. Yes, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all um, teach is just things that like everyone needs to know that we're not even necessarily taught and we should be. So like, for example, I, um, one of the ones that, you know, parenting classes. So some mm-hmm. of, a lot of these women are mothers. Um, and so there's, they did, they had someone come in and do parenting stuff. They had, um, I just saw Miss Kim did the grocery store yes, stuff, yes. which was so, do you want to explain that a little bit? I thought that was such a good idea. Right. So um, Kim is, she's our accounts manager and just, she's been with our organization almost five years, started as a volunteer and then came on staff and she keeps us all in line. She's Would the best. Say, oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like the the mama of the <laughs> she is. staff. And so she, you know, keeps, keeps it all in a, in a, in a row as much as possible. Yes. Um, and so she taught, um, just something that's really unique about her is just she has a lot of life experience of budgeting and grocery shopping and really you know she's raised her two girls and her and her husband just have you know this beautiful life they've created and so um we had her come in and to, or to come up with a curriculum to be able to teach the women how to grocery shop on a budget. And so what we did was two stores in town, you know, saying we're going to, you're going to shop for the same items 
Um, and so giving them the same amount of money, sending them to two different stores and then being able to come back and compare, you know, how much this item cost, how much did you get, you know, quantity of the, the item that you bought. Um, <clears throat> and so just helping them think about like looking at prices, comparing prices, um, being able to get, you know, all the staples that you need on a budget, on a pretty, you know, tight. I mean, we all budget. Right. Um, well, you know, I need, somebody... I need this. I need, I needed this class. That's why I'm bringing it up. We That's all what... did. I know we all did. We literally were like, I mean, we were going right along, you know, we weren't, we couldn't help them. It was all on them, but we were going along just to, you know, get right. video and, and just kind of experience it with them. And um, I was thinking the whole time, I mean, I was like, we definitely took things. I think everybody had a takeaway um, from it. And so it definitely was um, very valuable, but very basic. Like, you know, it's, just, it's I, such a basic life skill, but it's something yes. that is not necessarily taught in school or taught even by our parents, you know, right. My parents love them to death and they did a great job, but they, I, right. did, they didn't teach me about budgeting or right. about yeah. how, how to even go about that or to, to even think about it, honestly. So right. it's just those very basic quote unquote, basic life skills that you guys are implementing and teaching them and making sure that they you know, get a full understanding of it, not just, Hey, here's a, here's a paper and read it and good luck. You know, you guys are really pouring time and effort into each and every one of these women. I just love it so much. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, we definitely, we're always thinking of new, the cool thing is we're always thinking of new things that we can teach and very life, you know, things that are very applicable to them. Um, but like you said, foundational things that even, you know, I think everybody, no matter where you are in life, could use refer even a refresher oh, on. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's very, um, very basic, but also very, very helpful, meaningful uh, you know, time that we're spending teaching these women these for things. Sure. For sure. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit and I would love for you to tell the story kind of about how you got the idea for free to fly and kind of how you came up with it and how it's grown since then. Yeah, so um, just, I, I really have, when I think back on my life, just a lot of different opportunities that I've been involved with community work, you know, even as a teenager, um, through high school, college, young adult, just even going globally, going overseas, and just missions has really been a part of um, just my life for a very long time, just seeing needs and being a part of um organizations and work that are, you know, helping meet needs and all kinds. And so uh, after I got married, my husband and I both still, um, he, you know, has a heart for, for others and community and, and helping others. And so we really had that, shared that together. Um, so being in Cleveland specifically, we, uh, you know, th from our early days of marriage. We had been serving in our community with just different organizations and just kind of really getting to know our community. Um, so with, so with that, I had the heart for community, just my love for people and serving and then, uh, sewing. So through dance, I actually learned how to sew, um, because I wanted to be able to help you know, make some of the costumes. And right. I, when I taught, when I was a teacher, we'd have, you know, parents and volunteers and I wanted to be able to, to help. So I taught myself how to sew and started making costumes and just um, really grew to love sewing. 
So when my girls were young, I um, had a small handmade business that made children's clothing so that I could dress them cute and then also, you know, make some extra money at home. Yeah. So doing that, um, fast forward a little while. And when we, I did it with another friend of mine and during busy seasons, I thought, man, wouldn't that be so neat if we could like have other women, you know, give them work, whether it was a single mom or just, you know, even a stay at home mom who could use the income. Um, And so Anyways, had that thought. Uh, life got crazy with two baby, a baby and a toddler at home, and I just really, I just could not sew anymore. So I just, I kind of. It's a lot of that. work. It is a lot, yeah, especially when you're doing it in your home, right. taking care of children. So I just kind of shelved that. Like literally, I put all my sewing machines, my materials, um, just kind of up in the garage, and just kind of, you know, said, okay, I'm done with that for a while. Well, not. Maybe a year later, I was doing a Bible study um, with some friends, and it just really was kind of brought some things out about community again and just how you're serving your community and really kind of honed in. There was one week that honed in on using skills and talents to serve your community and just like creative outlets. And so the Lord just kind of brought back, okay, sewing and really honestly just started stirring some things in my heart and my mind. Um, and I was like, okay, so I just started having a lot of like ideas and dreams <laughs> and like, okay, what are these, you know, supposed to be just kind of, I don't know, mulling them over. And at the time, which I don't think is a coincidence, I totally think this was um, definitely God ordained for this to happen. But my husband, at the time, the building he was working out of, they they worked with homeless, a, a organiza- great organization that works with homeless families. And um, that week, during while I was doing this Bible study, they were hosting a family. And my girls and I had the opportunity, along with my husband, to cook dinner for this family and just hang out with this family. And it was like, the pieces put together of like God saying, Hey, you have this idea. I'm putting these things in your heart and mind. And right here, this is the woman that I'm, I'm stirring these things in your heart and mind for. And that was just like, no turning back. Right. I mean, once you see like God completely put a face uh, with this idea. And I was like, and I, ha- I also had, you know, just in knowing people, I mean, we know all know people, um, that have struggled with addiction or have overcome different circumstances. And you really, one thing that you identify, and even with this woman uh, specifically was just a supportive community. Like my heart was really just to give other women that may not have the support system um, come alongside of them. And so really it was like a, Hey, I, I see this woman, I see her family. She has two young children. She, she, they found themselves homeless, but I know she does not, that does not want to be, she does not want that to be her future. Right. And they are, her and her husband are working hard to, to break the cycle of poverty, get out of homelessness, you know, provide for their children. And so that really kind of spurred in me like, okay, this is why, why this is the why. Right. And, um, from there, I did a lot of wrestling. My husband, I have to say from day one, I just voiced it and he was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, that's, okay, cool. Like, right. you know, and then I look back, like, if you'd only know, like, what the, oh, no, oh. I mean, like, you know, you just, I just, you just go for stuff and you're just like, you know, I think you just have this ambition and support. And I think God puts people in places that you're like, 
if we would have known, would that have changed our, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Joking well, aside. And know. something you should, everyone should just know about Haley is she is like, she gets an idea. Like, this is not just like, oh, I have an idea. And like, I'm going to think, like, I'm going to think on this. This is like, jump in head first, ready to go. <laughs> Whether she like is ready to or not, she is going to, and that's something that I really admire about you. <laughs> Truly. I mean, well, there you. were, there were moments when I worked for you that I was like, oh, I'm going to kill her. She can't do this again. What <laughs> is she doing? But, but overall, it is a very admirable quality. And I, um, I do love that about you. Well, so. thank you. Well, thank you. And, and I do have to say to that, it is very important to have people like yourself to help rein in all the ideas <laughs> and, you know, bring it down to a level of like, okay, now, now, like we have to, what's the game? What's Let's, let's do yeah. one thing at a time. <laughs> yes. That's why, that's why I need you. Ellie. Which, which I do think that is Steven too, a little bit. Steven, I he think is, as, as yeah. supportive, and this is, you know, this podcast is about women supporting women, but this is not by any means us saying that we don't love men and that men aren't a, right. a huge part of our lives that support us. And he is just the epitome of a supportive partner. So um, thank you. I yeah. can only imagine how he was like, let's just do this. And then was like, oh gosh, she's really going for it. Okay. Yeah, here we go. She's, go- <laughs> she's going. Here we go. Yeah. So that really was to have his support. And then I told two friends, um, I, when I just started voicing it to people, I think, and I always say this is important, um, to have people, women, I mean, these were women that I was talking to, you know, people that I just, I really valued their opinion and their advice and their mm-hmm. wisdom and like voicing these things. It's so important to have people that are going to support you because those two friends, like I, I think back and I'm like, if I had, we were sitting at Panera, I can remember it like it was yesterday. And I just like voiced these things. And I just remember them kind of looking at me, like shaking their head, like, (laughs) okay, like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Like, I love this idea. Like we want to support you. And they became, you know, founding board members. And I think back, like if I had had if it had been the opposite way, like if I had just, you know, gotten shut down or, you know, like, Haley, that's crazy. You know, you, you have two young, you know, just all the things that could have deterred me. Right. Um, I just really value those, you know, the, the first couple of people that really got behind me and fueled the fire. And so I think that's so important to surround yourself and to find those people. Like I even had um, some founding board members that I didn't know them super well, but I knew that they had a heart for women and I knew that they had a heart for community and, you know, were mission minded. And I just went for it and just asked them, you know, will you come alongside. And so I think that the importance was finding your people and finding, gosh, our, our founding board members worked, I mean, tirelessly to get this thing off the ground. And I really feel like I haven't slowed down since. No, <laughs> so. I was going to say, I mean, we, you know, we don't need to get too much in the nitty gritty if you don't want to, but I mean, it, to just, when I came on board, um, y'all had been an organization for how many years? Let's see. Would have been five, right. five, five, yeah, six, it's five, something yeah, like that. Coming up on five. I think we had, yeah, we had, um, celebrated cause you came in 2019, the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. Uh, yeah, it was 20, August. no, it was, it was August, 2019. July, okay. July, 2019. July, July, 2019. That's yep. right. That's right. 2019. Yep. Yeah. So we, um, would have said, yeah. So we were in our fifth year okay. of being an organization. Yeah. And even just like from, you know, I, I sat down and I talked, I kind of wanted to get, I did the um, marketing communication for, um, free to fly. And so I really wanted to have like an idea of the history. And so 
just hearing and seeing like what they started with to where they are now (laughs) is like, people just have no idea. And I think it's one of the, like you said, without that, those women's support, if, if you had gone to two different friends and they had Mm -hmm. been, you know, maybe even just hesitant, it, it may have totally dimmed that flame in you and you may Mm -hmm. have you may have stopped or pulled back or not as been not been as aggressive or as you know forward in your thinking and now I mean if you look at it you're like wow like I took a huge leap of faith and because I had like you said that support system I was willing and able to like bring this idea to fruition so it's just absolutely crazy yeah it really is and I and I feel like too that was so, you know, key was just finding people that, you know, would, you know, have not only like support what I'm, what my vision and ideas, but to actually help do the work. Like, oh my gosh, we cannot, when everybody, you know, when people say like, look at free to fly, I'm like, oh my gosh, if you only knew, like, I want people to know all, all the hands and, you know, people that have worked right alongside the organization to get it with, you know, volunteers, staff, board members. I mean, it's just such a beautiful picture of so many, um, I mean, women primarily were right. you know, talking about women. We have, you know, all women staff, all women board, um, you know, diverse, you know, volunteers. We love men. Don't get me wrong. We love our men. (laughs) We need them when we got to carry something heavy, but (laughs) that's right. We do need them. Um, but it's, it's just a really strong, you you don't, you know, you just don't see that a lot of times. I mean, almost never. I mean, yeah. And I think, um, if you want to talk a little bit on that, on why you felt that that was important, because I know, you know, when I was there, there was, you know, discussion of, should we bring on a male board member? Should we, you know, expand this idea a little bit more? Um, and ultimately at this point have not. Um, but what, what do you think is, why is it important for you to be surrounded by women specifically in the work that you're doing? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, want having women that, you know, know, I'm trying to say this without sounding like men don't have hearts or (laughs) no, I think think having other women that can identify with like the women in our program in some way, like you, whether it's a, you know, I have a, I have a story, you know, women, I have an incredible story or I, you know, just saying like the women that are are able to connect. Yes. And I I think think the women that are in the program, um, they're in a, most of them come in in a very vulnerable state. Yes. And yes. so they're, you know, at this is a blanket statement. No one come for me right now. But right. a blanket statement of men don't usually have that kind of tender right. um, approach. Yeah. And that's not to say that, you know, some men don't. Right. <laughs> you know, they do. Yeah. But women that are coming in that are in a very vulnerable state, um, a lot of times have, a lot of these women have a lot of trust issues. They Mm -hmm. don't come in, um, confident. And so I think one of the huge benefits of primarily having women surrounding them, you know, day to day is that it's kind of just a comfort. Like they don't have to feel, um, scared or they don't have to feel intimidated that they truly just have, an army of women around them and coming alongside them to kind of help them 
pick themselves up and, you know, start a new path. So in wow. my eyes, that's how, that was always a huge benefit to me. Um, yeah. because I think a lot of times the women that came in were scared anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, absolutely. cause they're yeah. being, they're being very bold in trying to rewrite their story and to step into a new story and to better themselves. And that can be very intimidating. And so, um, I think coming into a room full of women who are just there to love them and to support them makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's, yeah, that's exactly, exactly what I was trying to say. Ellie. Yeah, I knew, I knew what uh, you yeah, were trying you to knew say. What I was saying. Yeah, I don't, you know, I did some writing for you for a couple of years, so I know, okay. I know you how know your what? brain works. You know how my brain works. Yes. And that's a scary thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, but I love it at the same time. So, um, so one of the things too, kind of to talk about just the mission in and of itself of Free to Fly is in your guys's mission statement, in your guys's, in your ladies' mission statement, yeah. um, it's women empowering, you know, empowering women. And it's not just supporting women, it's empowering. So for you, what do you kind of see as the difference between like supporting and empowering? Yeah. So I think um, it's kind of twofold, like supporting you're giving someone the tools, the resources, the things that they need. And then like when you empower them, they're able to not, not I don't, I, when I say this, not ever do, I don't think we should do life on our own, but they're able, they know how to, how to do those things for themselves. Right. More. Yes. Um, they know how to continue, you know, um, whether it's, you know, I, I almost giving them a voice. I mean, we talk a lot about that. It's yeah. like, you know, these women having a voice because a lot of times we've seen that they come in and there's like, in, I mean, good grief. We have experienced and witnessed some great injustices with our women. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like, if they never knew, you know, they don't think they have a voice. And, you know, and like you, when you work with people, you understand why things happen to people and they, they don't, they aren't ever brought right, you know, made right. It's because people just, they don't realize, they don't realize they can fight. They don't know how to fight. They don't know how to speak up. They don't know how to get the help that they need um, or the resources. And so being able to give the women, you know, those tools and the things that they need, it gives them that voice and they, they feel empowered to be like, okay, I can do this. Like I can, it's just another step to create the life that I want to have for myself and my family. And they can go from us, um, you know, and be successful. And so it's going from that, you know, transitioning from supporting them. Yes, we're supporting them. Uh, we always want to be a support, even when they leave us, even when they graduate and they're right. out in the workforce. Yeah. We always want to support them. Um, but moving to that empowerment stage, stage of like, uh, like I can go from here and like crush this, this world, like right. any goal, any, anything that I want. There's do no life. question yeah, at this like, point. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can do it. And I, cause I've experienced so much success and, and that's, and I mean, and, and when we define success, I mean, it's mastering a product that's hard right. and that they've struggled with. I mean, that's a huge success for these women. Yeah. Like we um, said, sewing is not easy for anyone. And these, right. and these, just, this is kind of a tangent, but just so people kind of understand, and I'll make sure that I link um, in the show notes, your guys' website and social media and all of that. Um, if anyone wants to go and look and shop, they have amazing products. Um, but, and I have so many of them, but mm -hmm. these are not, you know, simple things to make. Like these right. are, these are very, 
I would consider them high end products. And so this is very tedious, hard work. And I think people who are not as educated on what you, what you guys do, I think they tend to think, oh, this is a store that makes really cool products. And they don't even realize that these women come in with most women come in with absolutely no sewing skills, like never even picked up a a needle and thread. So this is like, you know, it really is hard, tedious work. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is, it, it really is. And it's like, they, you know, when they are experiencing and, and the thing too, like with sewing, going back to thinking about like sewing and, um, just how working with your hands, it helps you, you know, even just like when you're working to even open up, you know, and talk and almost kind of creates this safe space to, you yeah. know, for women to really let their guard down. And, mm-hmm. I, and I saw that early on. And then, but even more than that, I saw, you know, okay, so this sewing is going to be an empower, a powering tool for them. And I, I knew that and I thought that that would happen. But then like, I can't, I remember like the first, I guess it was year four, we did kind of a celebration event and we had done some videos of just the women talking and I hadn't really heard, I hadn't really listened to the, to the interviews and stuff yet until that night with some of the women that had wanted to be a part. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to them and they are just voicing for themselves, everything that I hoped and prayed this organization would do for them. And, you know, they're talking about just what sewing is, is teaching them about life, not just even like the skill. Yeah, it's a skill, but they're like, this is what it's teaching me about my life. And that was a really just like moment of like, we're, we're doing it. This, this, this organization is like, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. And that was just a really kind of like, it just fueled my fire to keep going. <laughs> right. Days that it's like, oh, all those moments of like, even if it was just for this one woman, it's worth it. You know, all the things that we face, cause it's not, I mean, good grief. It's a non it's a true nonprofit. We're right. truly doing life on life and there are hard days and there, there are days that, I mean, you, you just want to throw in the towel, to be honest. I mean, that's just how it is. But mm-hmm. in the same breath, like you have to take a step back and know like, this is, this is meaningful work and it's worth it. And like, God has called us to this and we're going to, you know, we're changing lives. And so at the end of the day, that is what, you know, keeps it, keeps it all going. Yeah. And in my opinion, the more empowered women in the world, the better the world's going to be. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, and especially, I think we live in a world where women kind of our society just kind of makes women pit against each other or it's, you know, everything is a competition or a comparison game. And I don't know if that's something that's just so deeply instilled in us from when we're young, just because of how society is structured. But I do love that free to fly specifically is working to kind of break that down. You know, there's, there's absolutely no competition. There is no, um, it's not a comparison. It's not. And that's, I mean, like you said, you're walking alongside these women. I think that's a, I want to really point that out. You're not, it's not a handout. It is not a, we pity you. It is not a, we, um, you know, we feel bad for you. So we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and then good luck. It's really like, we're going to walk alongside of you. We're not going to compete with one another. We are going to work on this together. And I think that is 
I think we can all learn something from that. Just the grand scheme of things that, you know, it's so easy for us to, to do those things, to, you know, play the comparison game with social media or, and it could be, you know, moms, like the mom thing, you know, women compare themselves to other moms all the time and how, you know, this person does this and this person does this. And, and it's just, my kid's doing this. What's your kid doing? And it's, just ridiculous. It just does not need to be part of our life. It just makes us all more stressed and anxious and (laughs) worried so unnecessarily. So if we can just walk alongside one another, instead of comparing ourselves to one another, it's just all in all a better world in my opinion. Yeah. And I have to say, to speak to that too, to, to go back, even in the early days, like I think Joanna and my relationship is a beautiful picture of that because we're just kind of how she came to our organization. So Joanna Ivy, our creative director, she, you know, in the early days kind of growing, we'd been around for about a year and a half and we just realized, I realized our board realized I couldn't do it all by myself. And it was like, you know, okay, we have the nonprofit side, we have the production side, like it's a lot for one person. Uh, yeah. And, and, yeah. And so I, someone had just mentioned, you, you know, Joanna Ivy, she lives in town. She has actually has a handmade business, a purse business. And I'm like, I don't really know her, but I, we knew we mutual friends and I just felt, you know, kind of just through a turn of events, like maybe I need to reach out to her. And when I think back, I think like, once again, I just went for it. <laughs> right. I didn't you were think like, well, about it. hopefully she likes me. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, honestly, I would, I would have been, I think if I had been in my feelings, I could have been really intimidated. Like, Hey, you already have this business where well, I'm, we're starting to, we've started a nonprofit that could be, you know, really do selling handmade products. But we, you know, we got together, we met for coffee, we started sharing each other's hearts. And then right there, like, just God just aligned our hearts. And I think too, you know, we laugh because she's like, I don't even know what we, you know, we were going to meet for. Like, you're going to ask me to volunteer. Like if you're going to, you know, I was like, I don't know why we were, I don't know why I asked you to meet either. I just thought we were supposed to meet. And so it's just a funny story of like being able to hand that off to her because I knew like she was better at like, I, you know, we had done some simple projects and, you know, products to launch the organization, but I knew that she was better. She was more skilled in handbags and production, and she had experience that we needed. And so hiring her to come on board, um, you know, was a huge step of faith and being able just to say, hey, like, you, you've got this girl, like, you're better, more skilled than I am. And for her to even, like, want to marry her business to our nonprofit. It's just the Joanna story. I just, every day I'm just like that we get to work together and, you know, have almost been together eight years. It's just an incredible story of women that have said, you know, can work together to create the better good of what they're both trying to accomplish. Um, Absolutely. And you two, you two together are a force to be reckoned with because (laughs) y'all, y'all see them coming at you. You better, you're going to either get roped into something you're gonna be voluntold to do something or and and not because because they they're just that good they're like you're agreeing (laughs) you're agreeing to things before you even know what you're agreeing to and then they're like smile and they're like okay let's go they're like let's just jump in and have fun but no I think that's a really good point too that like I think I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like pride or ego that sometimes 
we have a hard time. Women tend to have a hard time, like asking for help. And so like you saying, you know what? I, I need help. Like I cannot do this on my own. And there, you know, I think that we are all given special gifts and that we all have certain strengths and certain weaknesses and recognizing those and saying, first of all, recognizing those as a strength because yeah. It, yeah. you know, in the long term, it's going to only wear you down. And so right. if you can recognize like, Hey, I need help. I'm going to be bold enough to ask for help and then bringing someone in who that is their, you know, their strength or their gift and saying like, I know I'm not the best at this. I, I need help. Like that is just another way that you're, you know, you empower Joanna just that by doing that, by saying like, you know, I see your gift and I want you to be able to use it, you know? And that's just another way that, you know, you, and I think you guys have continued to do that with who you hire and how you hire and making sure that your team is well-rounded in all of the things. Um, yeah. We try because it, it really does, you know, it takes all of us and it takes, you know, wanting and you're, you're right. It's like, it's, it's a lot and it's a, it, you know, it's hard work. And sometimes it's like, it's crazy town up in there. You remember? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so it's like, you know, also like, I don't know, we, but we really value, you know, just the women that are, you know, coming alongside and working day in, day out, because it is such a, um, it's meaningful. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. It's fast paced, all the things, but it is like, we want to empower our, you know, all the, everybody that works at free to fly to really like, not only, I mean, love their job and what they do, but really empower them to realize that they're like making a huge difference, Right. whether it's selling our, you know, whether they're selling our products or behind the scenes doing social, you know, if they feel like they're, they're not working with the women one-on-one, -on -one, but like, Hey, you, like you have such an important role in this organization and like you are using your skills and talents and we could not do this without you. And, and that's all, you know, we can, I, I mean, I'll be the first to say I can always, that's something I, I need to work on because it's all, you know, just crazy. I don't always voice that, but it is such an important thing, um, I think, for people to know. And as a leader, as the boss, like, that's something that I'm like, okay, I, I, I recognize that my people need to be reminded of that. Right. Um, and, and, you know, every, as much, as much as possible, because it is, they, they, they have to be empowered and they're you know, tank, they have to keep refilling ref that, you know, just all the things that keep them going. Right. So day right. in, day out, it's important. It really is. And I think like on a, you know, on a completely different scale. So obviously this is us talking about a specific organization, but I think that there are ways and practical ways that we as women can support other women um, just day to day, you know, it doesn't, you don't need to start an organization right. <laughs> in order. I mean, if you want to go for it, mm -hmm. I'm all for that, but you don't have to do these big grandiose things, um, to support and empower the women around you. You know, you can just simply encourage a friend or that's going through a tough season. Or, you know, if you know, a woman led business, support their business, you know, that whatever, whatever little things that we can do, um, just day to day. And I think another thing that I did kind of want to ask you specifically, because you did mention you have two daughters. Yes. So 
who I just adore dearly. Aww, and I love you too. Oh, yeah. and so funny, funny story. We'll just a little tangent here. So she has a daughter named Ellie also. Yes. And she, for the first like eight months of me knowing her would not speak to me like ever. <laughs> and I was like, girl, like what is like, I tried so hard. Like she is like, stone cold she is like no like you are not you're not getting through me and then I'll never forget this and I actually still have this um and Kate is like the total opposite Kate would like run up and hug me so (laughs) it was like I was like what what's going on here but um they both wrote me little notes and left them on my desk and said we love you so much Miss Ellie and I still have them and and like even just something like that like you like already you are clearly pouring into your girls and teaching them how to support and empower women whether you like whether you realize it or not they are already living that but so I guess my question is is like is that something that you are obviously they see the work that you do so that is you know that is very much gonna naturally kind of be something that they see day to day but is there you know do you have any advice for mothers specifically who have daughters of a way that you can model, you know, this kind of idea or way to live this out. Cause girls can sometimes, I mean, girls can be awful sometimes. Like, yeah, they really can. I mean, I'm a girl and I can admit that I have been, yeah. awful. you know, Absolutely. like, <laughs> yes, yes, so. we can be. Yeah. Um, I think for me, and, and like you said, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go out and start an organization. You don't have to start anything, but for me, specifically pertaining to free to fly. Um, I, Cause I did the calculations in the early days. I was like, okay, how can I like what, when my girls are X, you know, when they're this old, maybe I will do it. Like I'll start free to fly when they're, you know, this age. And it was just so clear to me that it was like, why the, the thought was like, why would you wait until they're grown when you can teach them like you can do this now and you can teach, it's going to teach them the things that you want to teach them right. by doing this. Thing. Right. And so, I, so that was kind of like the first, like, oh, like I want to teach my girls to see the needs of others, to support other women, to look for creative ways that they can, you know, serve in their community. I, I want to teach them those things. So why wouldn't I just go ahead and do it and right. model it? Right. And so, yeah, so it, it doesn't like, you know, it doesn't have to be on that scale. I think for women to think like, what can I do right now in this season of life and in this, you know, wherever my, whatever age my girls are, it can look, and it can look different from season to season, but right. what can I do right now that is get, that I'm going to model and teach them the things that I want to teach them through my actions. And so, right. You know, and it looks different for everybody. So I think that's a question that people just have to ask themselves, like, or, or, you know, moms specifically, like, what can I do today to, you know, model for my girls um, the things I want to teach them? The thing, yeah. when, I, when they grow up, I want them to be this type of human. Right. How can I start doing things now that are going to um, impact, um, you know, are going to impact them now right. and, and in the future. Yeah. I think, I mean, I obviously I'm a new mom and I have a boy, um, but yes. I have a lot of friends that have girls and that have even older girls. And one of the things that I personally have really made an effort with recently 
and really like kind of like noticed is when I'm with my girlfriends, it is so easy and I am not a perfect person and I have no problem admitting this to start gossiping or Mm -hmm. to start, you know, and it's not always bad. It's not always mean, but if you're talking about someone, you're gossiping. So, um, and I, I've really kind of started to like realize that because I've realized that their girls, especially some of the older ones, they are listening and they're, and they're realizing, oh, well, Ellie's talking about blah, blah, blah. I, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if she doesn't like her. Why doesn't she like her? You know, I mean, kids are, I think we don't give kids enough credit. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, they pay attention. I have one friend whose daughter specifically is so intuitive. I mean, since she was little, 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 she, I mean, could read a room. I mean, it, it, that is her gift. She can yeah. read a room so easily and can pick up on emotions and tone and not even just words that are being said. I mean, all of these things. And we, you know, my friend and I both realized like, dang, like we got to be careful about how, you know, not only what we're saying around her, but what we're just saying in general, if, if yeah. we shouldn't be saying it in front of her, maybe we shouldn't be saying it at all, <laughs> you uh, know? Yeah. No, so that's... I think that's something for me that I've really tried to pay attention to. And obviously I want to model that for my son as well. I mean, even if he right. is a boy, but just yeah. in general, um, I think just being very cautious about how we speak of others, you know, especially how we're speaking of other women in front right. of our, of our daughters. Cause that's only going to, you know, breed yeah. that for the next generation, which is maybe not what we want. <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely on the other side of that, I can think back on like just my parents and just very specific instances in their lives and just how they just situations, how they treated people, how they cared for like two very specific for each of my parents that really shaped me and how Mm -hmm. important. And so I, you know, even all the things that we do say we do wrong as a parent, you know, we're like, Oh, I don't want my kid. I'm like, okay, I just hope and pray that like, they're able to think back and remember, you know, just things that really impacted them. Um, And that, that helps you like, not, not off the, not, not off the loose, but not feel as much pressure. I think, right. like, you know, that yes. we always have to get it right. It's like, no, no, no. I look back on, on my parents both. And I remember things that they did and they, that really shaped me and to, I, into, you know, who I am. And so I'm just like, that's my prayer for my girls too, is that they're experiencing things, um, remembering those things and forgiving the other things, yes. you know, grace, right. we, you know, always extending grace. grace. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In our family, I'm like, okay, yes, grace, we're not perfect. Um, <laughs> at all so you know yeah so I think it's important um for parents just to be intentional I know that word can be so overused but it is such a a powerful word it is intentional about uh what we're doing and and you know like making sure that that's a part of who we are um and I think our kids will will benefit greatly from that absolutely for sure Well, is there anything else before I ask my final question? Is there anything else that you want to share um, or anything that you feel is important on this topic? Gosh, um, I want you to, I, will you tell Jordan to move back to Tennessee? <laughs> right. Oh, I can't <laughs> tell Jordan kidding. that because he would, he, he, would, would, he, would, he would, he would, he would absolutely. He, we actually Listen. just 
I mean, literally it's probably a daily conversation. He is, he's like, can we, you know what? I'm over it. We got to move back. And I'm like, I know, but you need it. I just need your listeners to know how much we loved having you in Tennessee and as a part of our organization. And like, we still to this day, like, we're like, oh, you know, thinking th- back things that back to things that you did or helped us develop. And we're like, oh, that's it. I mean, your name comes up all the time. Oh. And so we did like you were such a godsend um, to our organization. And so, yeah, we, we just on my end, I just want your listeners to know how much we loved you as oh. a co-worker. I appreciate that. So no, I do. Yeah, as long as you get a visit in, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, that's and we as long as we can, you know squeeze that sweet baby oh um, I know soon. and he's not even a baby anymore you guys I are gonna know. he's gonna have to chase him down first I know, I know. but he, we, yeah so we much will fun. definitely do that well okay yeah. so my final question and I can't wait to hear this I'm so intrigued it um because my um podcast is called for the yes. hell of it I would like you to tell me if there was anything that you could do just for the hell of it what would it be nothing stopping you yeah. So is it like, uh, okay, nothing's stopping me. I know because when I looked at your checklist, it was pretty awesome. And like, I feel like it's, you know, like things that you're going to do, right? I hope like, so. When, I yeah, hope, I mean, yeah. I posted I was, my five things specifically that I'd like to tackle this year. So, yeah. you know. Okay. So I'll just think in my life, I know just to do it. Honestly, I know this is so random and crazy and maybe we can just speak to like the whole. So I you don't think I'm crazy. I'm just crazy with this idea because that's what I am. Okay. Like I would really love to the past couple of years. Um, you know, we, we bought, you came in, we had bought the a building in downtown yep. Cleveland, had renovated it. Then, then my husband and I purchased a house that, oh, good Lord, when you came to visit. Oh, the, yeah. The walls it's so not, beautiful it, though. Well, it really is. The walls did not have uh, paint on them at the time. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so I, if I could, like, I, I just have this crazy dream. I would love to like get my contracting license. Oh and, my like, goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the very last thing that you need to add to your plate right now. <laughs> you know, just, you know, I'm not saying you couldn't do it because I believe that you could, Listen, but <laughs> I have such a bug. I have such a bug to do, like renovate. And so I like, hear that. Like, I hear yeah. that. Okay. So I've already voiced it. Listen, I've already <laughs> voiced it. My father, my dad, if I love dearly and my husband, oh, I love your dad so much. Yeah, he's so great. They just look at, they just stare at me sometimes. I know. I, I, I'm sure. Well, I can picture Steven's face literally clear as day. He's just, his head slightly tilted and yes. he's just sort of smirking, yeah. waiting for the, for you to finish. And he'll go, okay, Haley. And then he'd walk away. Like he would yeah. just be like, sure. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you say. So maybe that's a long-term, like, yeah, maybe right. that's a long-term goal. You okay. know, I mean, you're just running an organization. Uh, you're going to start teaching dance again. You have I two know. teenage girls. You know, I, know, I mean, right? why I'm not just be a contractor? Like, right? yeah, that's just, I think I just really, I don't know. I just have such, like, I think renovation and just revitalize, you know, things that, I mean, our building obviously um, yes. was one that no one had really, cared, you know, loved or cared for. Oh, it I was so loved, ugly. It was so ugly and it needed so much work. And now it's so beautiful. Oh, so it I is. Think, I think that is just a part, like, I just love to take things that have kind of been forgotten and, um, 
you know, just really make them beautiful again. And so, so I I do love that idea for you. (laughs) And I think you should really just pray on that a bit. Yeah. I will pray on it. And <laughs> I maybe that's a 10 year for the for the hell of it, like 10 years down the road, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. continue education. So yeah, I I know I was trying to think of something like would I go sky I don't want to go skydiving. Um that's not on my list. That scares me. Yeah. Um no. you know, I don't know. Like I'm just kind of a I'm just I love it. No, I think your answer was the most Haley answer that could have been. That was <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> perfect. You know what? I'm just gonna build a house. There you go. You know, I want to do it. Why not? Maybe, maybe. Um, okay, here I'm gonna put this out there. So anybody listening, okay, you know, giving my own TV show. I would oh. love. I would love. I would tune in every day. <laughs> just there is nothing I love more than reality TV. That is just yeah. chaos. Yeah, that's, and that would be me. <laughs> that would be that would be you. I mean, I, I wish, I do got to say, I wish it would have been when you had all three pugs. Oh, I do miss my, my grumble of pugs. Yes, oh, I do. Haley, this is a total tangent and we're getting so off base, but Haley had three pugs. Yes. And they're called a grumble if you have three or more. <laughs> Which that's, is why that's even a thing is I, beyond me. I know. Your listeners today. But that would have been, that would have been the most epic reality TV. You just carrying around. <laughs> Molly and yeah, just all yes. of the all of the God crazy. Rest your soul. I know. I mean, you got to experience all three of them oh, when you were here. The so best. yeah, the best. They are the best. But oh yeah. my goodness, fun well, fun so times. much fun. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to come down and visit. Oh, well, we can't wait to see you, and thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to listen every week and just oh, thank all you. your variety of topics, and just yeah, this is a really so we are cheering you on down here in, in thank Tennessee, you. in Tennessee, in Tennessee. Thanks, friend. That's right. All right, I love you. I love you too, girl. All right, bye, bye. fun oh I just love and admire her so much and I hope you all feel empowered by this episode and take Haley's story and really the mission of this podcast and go out and do something today just for the hell of it just jump in be bold do it scared I am so thankful for all the love and support for this project so far and I cannot wait to see where it takes me tune in again next Thursday for another great conversation see you soon friends